Good morning and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Egomong. Today we will be evaluating the consequences of Japan's decision to release contaminated water back into the ocean after the nuclear disaster. We would also discuss the pro-democracy protests in Thailand and also tell you about the recent developments in South China Sea. It's been almost a decade since the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant reactors went into a meltdown because of the double impact of an earthquake and a tsunami. And cleaning up post the disaster has always been a contentious issue. Now, environmentalists worldwide have raised alarms over the Yoshihide government's decision to release radioactive water into the nearby ocean. The Tokyo Electric Power Company is responsible for cycling the water used for the cooling down process towards which the company has designated about 200 million dollars. According to news media agencies in Japan, about 1 million tons of contaminated water used to cool down the power station will be released into the Pacific Ocean. Although the water has been treated to reduce the toxic levels, there is strong opposition from local fishermen who are worried about aquatic life getting affected. There are additional concerns that there will be a drop in demand for products from that region. South Korea, which is a close trading partner of Japan, has also voiced their concern about the environmental impact this action could have. It should be noted South Korea has already banned imports of seafood from that region. Experts who have been working on diluting and cleaning the water have said that most radioactive isotopes have been removed except one, tritium, which cannot be removed using existing technology. These expert panelists designated by the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry in Japan have stated that the water is diluted enough to be considered safe when released into a vast water body like the Pacific Ocean and that This was a standard practice conducted by most nuclear industries. The International Atomic Energy Agency has reiterated along the same lines, saying these materials are only harmful when consumed in large quantities. The entire release process is expected to start in 2022 and could take up to 30 years to maintain the dilution process. The treated water is currently being stored in thousands of huge tanks at the disaster site, but they are running out of space and are expected to reach full capacity by mid 2022. The total amount of water that seeped into the nuclear reactors hence getting contaminated is approximately 1 million cubic meters. Although the government has not officially made a statement, it is widely expected to release one by the end of this month. Nearby, Thailand has been rocked by protests after which the government declared a severe state of emergency and arrested around 20 protest leaders including human rights lawyer Anon Nampa. activist Prasit Krutharote and student leaders like Parit Chivarak and Pana Suyas protesters are now defying the emergency by collecting in thousands on the streets demanding a release of the activists and urgent reforms as part of the emergency measures imposed gatherings of more than 5 people news publication and posting online has been forbidden according to amnesty international protests have largely been peaceful with gatherings occurring in popular intersections protesters holding up banners and a three finger salute as a symbol of protest and defiance the protesting demographic is mainly the youth and students with leading groups like the free youth movement united front of thammasat and demonstration and the bad student movement the primary source of unrest stems from the 2017 reforms which increased the king's constitutional powers there is also widespread discontent against lesser majesty laws which prescribe punishment against insulting or defaming the monarch family Protests have also intensified demanding the removal of Prime Minister Prayut Chan-o-cha, a former army chief who led a military coup in 2014 and has since then been endorsed by the king and appointed premier after a controversial election in 2019. We have with us Chawanvit Panprasad who has been directly participating in the movement and has alleged police brutality 
and some unknown chemical mixtures in the water they have been spraying. Listen in. The situation seems to be getting more and more tense on daily basis. Since yesterday on 16th of October, the government initiated violent measures against the protester. They began to use high-pressure water cannon contaminated with some chemical substances directly against the protester. A lot of us has to run for our life. A lot of us were injured. The chemical substances cause irritation on our skin. We had to run into Jalalongkorn University to seek for shelters. Nonetheless, the student protester seems to confirm their stance to be the peaceful protester. They try to do everything they can to avoid direct confrontation with the police. So today, they were not one big protest. They were around five small protests, uh, which all around Bangkok and in some neighbor areas. Thailand remains a country where the monarch is revered by the population. In such a situation, leaders openly demanding for monarchy reforms is a daring and bold step that has also faced a certain amount of backlash from loyal royal supporters, although on a considerably lesser scale because of the dire economic situation. Pivoting to the Philippines, the Duterte government has lifted the ban on oil and gas explorations in the disputed areas in the South China Sea. The ban had been imposed because of escalating territorial disputes with China. The South China Sea area, which is known to be rich in mineral and energy resources, has been claimed almost entirely by China, with the Philippines, Brunei, Malaysia, Vietnam and Taiwan contesting the claims. The ban was initially imposed while waiting for a ruling by the Permanent Court of Arbitration in The Hague, which in 2016 invalidated China's claims. That commitment in the South China Sea in accordance with UNCLOS and the 2016 Arbitral Award. The award is now part of international law. Beyond compromise and beyond the reach of passing governments to dilute, diminish, or abandon. We firmly reject attempts to undermine it. We welcome the increasing number of states that have come in support of the award and what it stands for. As said by Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte in a televised address at the United Nations, he gave an explicit approval of the 2016 judgment and told the other nations to continue their unity in keeping China at bay. However, Philippines Energy Secretary Alfonso Cusi last week instructed Forum Limited, the entity overlooking gas exploration in Reed Bank, one of the areas under dispute to restart operations. According to the energy minister, the decision has been taken in good faith and with full regard of the ongoing negotiations between the Philippines and China, and Forum Limited and the China National Offshore Corp. Philippines' partnership with China for energy resources in the South China Sea may help China gain a stronger foothold in the region while accelerating the Philippines' economy. But it delivers a massive blow to other small countries fighting to counterbalance China's regional ambitions. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune in to Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomong helps to make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence.
visit our website insights.egomong.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k.com to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com. Mm-hmm.